stupid quite possibly but i feel like we've got the full setup going here and i can just do that and i can't hit anybody but myself so that is that's a bonus okay hi welcome back to starting from the pits we are here post vegas and we don't have a guest this week i'm afraid so you've got to just deal with me sorry about that okay so vegas is this weekend and i feel like there's a lot to talk about i mean Right from the word go, Vegas was destined to be a race that nobody liked, really, let's be honest. I mean, I I initially was all for it. I was quite excited for it. I was like, because I've, I've been to Vegas before, so I know what it's like in Vegas. And I feel like if we did nothing exciting for it, the way that we did it, people would have complained. They'd have been like, oh, well, we've gone all this way to Vegas and you've just done a regular race. Like, why are we not doing anything exciting? So with that being said, Let's talk about the opening ceremony. First of all, I need to get my cup of tea because I've made it and I've left it over there. Okay, that's much better. Um, okay, I have my notes. This is like my Ted's notebook, except it's Charlotte's notebook and it's nothing like Ted's because there's about five lines on it. So opening ceremony, let's start there. That was a journey. I don't think many people were expecting what we got i feel like they could have done better with the lineup now kylie minogue big name here for that loved the kylie moment however we've got some big names from vegas you know the killers panic at the disco i would have killed to have seen either of those bands there like can you imagine mr brightside blasting out i personally can't and it would have been a hit there was one guy i'm not joking he looked like a traffic cone like that was a bit bizarre like what was the vibe you were going for there because if you were going for lewis hamilton it wasn't working like Lewis can be out there with his outfit sometimes, but that was just another level and it just looked ridiculous. And his music was quite crap, so wasn't here for that. The drivers didn't look like they were having the best of times. Max literally looked like he wanted to go home the whole time, which I think he did, to be honest. He made that abundantly clear, which I get. I get that you can have a dislike towards something, but to bake it, I don't know, it just seemed very aggressive the way he was about it. Not aggressive, I don't know. It's like, you've said it once, you've said it twice, like you've said it a thousand times, we get it that you don't like it here. Just like, I don't know. He seemed just very overly telling people how much he disliked it. Although Christian said that he had warmed up to it towards the end. So maybe he had a different opinion towards the end. Prior to the whole Hunger Games opening ceremony that we had, we had Lando's birthday. So the Hilton put out a big video and basically got his best mate from London to give him a big surprise party. And that moment in that video where he's literally being thrown up into the air and the camera's like directly above him that was so funny i was like this guy's having the time of his life and throughout it i actually don't think much of it was staged like you could tell he had a genuine reaction when he saw some people and i thought it was just so funny so well done to the hilton for that because that was so smart moving on to fp1 now i don't know how many people actually woke up to see this because if you did i'm so sorry that you took the effort to do that and saw eight minutes of racing not even racing just driving um obviously as we know it's very cold out in Vegas and people were struggling to get a grip of the tyres, but that wasn't even the biggest concern. The biggest concern were some manhole covers, some drain covers. Not what we expected. And I think for a lot of people, this was the I told you so moment with Vegas. Um, but having said that, it has happened to other street circuits before. As Toto rightfully said, 
He said, it's happened before. Everybody who's in control knows what's going on. We need to cut them some slack. And I kind of agree with him. At the end of the day, it's a new track. It's not made for racing. And some will say that it shouldn't be raced on. Fair enough. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it didn't end up with a great way for um, Carlos because he ended up ruining the whole underside of his car. And it, I think it went into the battery or something like that for his car. And it just really screwed him over so they had to repair his car which then led to him somehow getting a penalty because he had to repair the car based on damage that was not caused by him make it make sense I can understand why Carlos won't want to go back to Vegas <laughs> get that but yeah I don't know it just seemed really unfair to give him that penalty 10 grid 10 grid place penalty 10 place grid penalty I don't know which way around that is but whatever it was he went down 10 places after qualifying and it just seemed so unfair because it wasn't something that was his fault and the FAA said that you know they've looked at every possible option and there's no way that they could go around it but I just feel like it was an exception I don't know I just wasn't I wasn't happy fangirl so yeah I was actually really excited for the Vegas Grand Prix up until that point and then it all went down the drain quite literally um so anyway they managed to get out for fp2 which was a real shame everyone was kicked out all of the fans which seemed really unfair i don't know why they kicked them all out like what was what were you getting out of that? the track had been repaired so didn't really see the point in that um and everyone's been re everyone's received a 200 pound gift voucher for the vegas gift shop like whoa these people have paid like four to six hundred pounds for these seats like what are you doing that is not good enough but i guess if you were at well i know this is different because i was gonna say i guess if you were at spa and it got rained like when it got rained off there then people didn't get a refund for that but that's a act of god as they call it whereas this is genuinely somebody's made an error so i'd it's not fair i don't think i think they should have been refunded but nonetheless it is out of my control also let's talk about the results from the practice obviously i don't usually talk about practice because it doesn't usually mean much but max was like nowhere to be seen i was convinced at this point he was just going to give up and basically just go home like would he have actually been what's the word reprimanded i feel like i've just used a big word there that i don't know what it means would he have been penalized if he'd have just not shown up like he hated it that much he was just like nah i'm just gonna go and play on the simulator at home like what would have happened there don't know what max was doing in that those practices maybe it was just like well this is not necessary i'm gonna win anyway so let's talk about there was one interview and i can't remember what channel it was on i want to say it was sky but i could be wrong and <laughs> there was three of them there was two guys one female presenter and the blue man group were behind them oh my god how scary are they like she looked scared to death bless her she couldn't even speak <laughs> i just wanted her to like swap places with somebody because they were just they're just so terrifying to look at mm, won't be going to see them anytime soon they were performing when me and sam went last year and it looked even scarier than just look the posters like that's not something that i wanted to look at just going back to toto's rant a little bit um obviously he did make a big point in the fact that it was fp1 i guess at this point like you sort of expect these things at a new track you fp1 is where you get all of the niggles out of the way and like he said it is just free practice one how much data do you actually get out of free practice one because you've got two and three to go it's like is it is it actually that necessary like what are you getting out of that that you're not getting out of the other two it's just 
I'd love to know the insight into that because yeah I just don't I don't understand what you would be getting out of it that's any different to the other two where it would be an absolute necessity where people would be kicking off if something goes wrong in fp1 do you know do you know what i mean you know what i'm trying to say i will say i was really happy to see daniel having a great time in vegas i feel like throughout this weekend him and daniel have been like the human embodiment of those houses in la <laughs> you know the ones i'm talking about like daniel was just living his best life and max was just that grumpy teenager that was just like please let me go home i don't want to be here dad stop embarrassing me it was that kind of vibe, so I thought that was so funny. Okay, so qualifying. The McLarens, let's talk about McLarens weekends first off. So I was so disappointed for them. Obviously Lando started the weekend with a great one, you know, his birthday and things like that. Um, and it just, it just went south for them. I just don't think that the McLarens have good straight line speed and that is exactly what you need in a track like Vegas. Obviously, it was practically a square. Um, and it was just a shame to see them out in Q1. Like, I was so shocked to see that, not even to get it into the top 15. Like, it was just wild to not see that come through. And they've been doing so well for this second half. They're now in a really tough position with Aston Martin. And yeah they just need to we just need that Qatar you know we just need Qatar's pace and you know that later half of the season to just come back for the last race hopefully get a good few points and then we'll be beating the Aston Martins but it's just such a shame to see them at the bottom and the whole weekend sort of flowed through from there really I mean Oscar had a great start well not a great start but he had a good start and he ended up I don't even know where Oscar came but he was up in like p3 at one point and i was like oh hell yeah oscar okay so oscar came p10 oh yeah he was up there because he hadn't pitted that's why but um even so like from being out in q1 to then coming into p10 like he is an absolute machine of a driver i will say it's quite funny that my dad actually saw oscar piastri for the first time this weekend and he was like who's that and i was like oscar piastri dad and he was like never seen him before in my life and i was like this is so painful and then we were watching i was like yeah you've seen him enough times now to know who he is so we are all now aware of oscar piastri um so he had he had quite a good weekend an excellent driver obviously he's shown and proved that to us time and time again so i really do feel like oscar's gonna be in f1 for the long run he's one of those rookies that's sticking around lando however had an awful crash did anybody else think that this race went on forever like there was a safety car that went out um and i was like it's lap 12 like what is going on why is it taking so long to get through this race it's only 52 laps or whatever it was and i was like oh my god um but yeah paul lando crashed into the corner is it of the whim win w-y-n-n he crashed into that corner and it was so funny because to me because we'd seen over tiktok over the past week or so that they'd covered up the barriers and the bridges and there was literally a bridge right over the bit where lando crashed and there was no more covers. There was people stored all over it. I was like, the health and safety regulations, those people must be going wild right now because the weight limits on those must have been through the roof when that happened. Obviously Lando was okay. He looked really quite shaken up over his video and his radio as well. Um, and he did have to go to hospital, but obviously got all cleared. Again, I do think it's so great how technology has come on now that you can have an impact like that and just walk away completely fine. Like that is absolutely wild. So yeah, McLaren, not the best weekend unfortunately a team that did have a great weekend though is the williams what a drive they had over the weekend i mean 
we all sort of expected them to have a better weekend for Williams um, in terms of the fact that their car is good on the straight lines. We know that they've got a good straight line speed and that really just came to life in Vegas, didn't it really? I mean, in qualifying, they came fifth and sixth, which for Logan, that must have been incredible. I don't know if anybody else saw this, but he put like a statement out prior and basically it was saying how he feels like he's come to a homecoming um, here in Vegas and he's always dreamt of driving through the lights of Vegas, which I thought was so sweet. And then to come over here and smash it out of the park really like p5 and p6 i mean even that shows that the williams is consistent and that logan is a good driver i think a lot of people have been doubting that this season and obviously we've seen that james over at williams didn't believe any of that because he was constantly standing by logan saying we know he's a good driver we know he can be developed this that and the other so i think it shows one was on the right track that fits the car he is up there with the rest of them and showing that they get you know, sixth and seventh, it shows consistency and he shows that he's up there with them. So fair play to the Williams. They exceeded expectations. As for during the race with the Williams, it didn't quite come to light for them, the qualifying result, unfortunately. I'm not quite sure what happened there. I will admit, I did fall asleep for the last 15 laps. <laughs> it was the getting up at 6am. I was just a bit just a bit sleepy and I just couldn't hold it off you know we were sat on the sofa it was dark outside still I had the blanket on and I just I just fell asleep I'm so sorry I feel like I've let you all down like I was trying so hard to not to because I was like I've got the podcast to do later and I need to know what's going on but I got the general gist of it and I've read some news articles since I've done my research so I know what's going on except for this one moment I'm not quite sure why the Williams didn't the result didn't quite come to fruition that's the right word neither of them scored in the points so i'm not quite sure what happened there surely some strategic thing must have come into play there because we saw how fast they were and they do have that pace so maybe they just didn't have the pace to race they were able to do it in clean air and on a fresh track but just not during the race unfortunately it just didn't come to light for them so okay so we can't not talk about ferrari obviously as a ferrari girl myself she says we're in a lando norris hoodie um we cannot talk about them. What weekend they well, hmm, what weekend half the team had? Let's say more. Um, obviously Carlos had that terrible penalty to serve, um, which was just again I said it before, but it's just so unfair. I don't understand how that can even be deserved in someone's mind because it's not their fault that the track wasn't ready. But whatever. Charles, however, had a cracking weekend. He put it on pole, you know, in good old Charles Leclerc fashion. That one lap wonder, he is a star for that. Um, Lost it on the first corner, lost that pole position on the first corner, but he's the only person in a non-Red Bull car to have overtaken Max Verstappen this season for the lead. What a stat. Proud to be a Ferrari fan today. (laughs) It was a good stint for him to re-overtake that and do you know what I genuinely thought he was going to have the lead and when I fell asleep he was in the lead so to wake up and see him second was a bit confusing however it wasn't surprising I kind of expected it um I believe though it was an excellent end of the race and to be honest the entire race itself I actually really enjoyed it I um asked you guys to sum up the Vegas Grand Prix in three words and I said exceeded all expectations because the expa- <laughs> the bar was low let's put it that way and after FP1, it was even lower. But yeah, the it, it came to light. And, you know, Lewis was having a great time. Lewis enjoyed 
this Grand Prix so much. He was saying it was Baku, but better. Bold statement, if you ask me, but fair play. Max, like I said, he was warming to it, apparently. Um, And I mentioned this in a TikTok. He believes that people are making opposite statements to him just for the sake of it, (laughs) which I think is a bit of a ridiculous reach, but maybe they are. But regardless, Lewis was loving life. Also, people were even saying that this was the best race of the season. Again, bit of a reach. Maybe it was even better if you were there because you could get the full atmosphere. I I did enjoy it. We did have some good racing and overall I'm excited for next year shall we have it for the next 10 years I'm thinking not and the budget of that thing's gonna be through the roof and I just know that the residents are gonna be hating every year that it comes around I do think it will be a good thing like I was saying this to my mum the other day I think we should have like one race a year that's just in somewhere new so like this year would have been Vegas Lewis really wants to drive in Africa how amazing would that be? Freaking like safari next door. That'd be so cool. Um, I don't know. Like, let's go to Finland. Let Bottas live his dream of being the Iceman. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, just just like a wild card in there that they can just all be like, ooh, don't know if we should do this or not. But I think that would be really cool. So, yeah, maybe not Vegas for the next 10 years, but we'll see. We'll see what they decide to do after this weekend. Just some general chit chat surrounding the Vegas Grand Prix obviously everybody was not happy about the fact that people who hadn't paid to go in were not able to watch the race which is fair enough you know there's a privilege got to be paid to go and watch these things however I found it quite funny they were just tearing it all down like you've got videos of people sitting on shoulders looking over the barriers there was like blackout sort of cloth barriers where the metal barriers were behind it and people were just tearing it and just sticking the phones around I thought it was so funny people were doing the most to get in with the action I thought that was so funny Martin's grid walk was actually a success I feel like everyone was briefed about the whole thing and if you don't talk to him and you come across as an arse then you're gonna get penalized for it by everybody on the internet so I was quite impressed by that and for (laughs) Shaq O'Neill to be stood right next to the Red Bull car and then to go Lewis baby aka who is supporting I thought that was just so funny like so ironic but so funny um but yes pleasantly surprised by Martin's grid walk I I would not have the balls to do that like get me in a pit get me presenting to a you know to a camera I'm fine I'm happy all day but oh my god get me speaking to random people that probably don't know who I am oh my god I feel sick if they said no I'd be like okay no problem don't worry about it it's fine and go away and cry in a corner I just could not do it so yeah I feel like he's just got a name for it all going wrong now and when it goes right it's a bit like oh okay brilliant well kind of expected a bit more from that but no everybody seemed lovely everybody seemed talkative it's just a shame that it's such like it's the same stuff that gets said every time it's like are you enjoying it are you having a good time yeah, I'm having a good time. It's great to see all the people here. That's it. Whereas I've, I've, I want people to say more. Do you know what I mean? Like, know more about the races, please. I'd like more context into why you are here and why you're enjoying it. I'm not saying you need to prove yourself. I'm not being one of those people that's like, you need to know what DRS stands for. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying more like, have a bit more context to what you're saying. That would be more appreciated. Although it was nice to see everybody talking to Martin. So, can't have your cake and eat it unfortunately. I feel like there's so much to talk about. Okay, 
maybe let's talk a little bit about the last race of the season i cannot believe we're at the last race of the season already like it's just come around so quickly like it's the end of november soon like oh my god when this comes out it's gonna be my birthday it's coming out on wednesday the 22nd a little happy birthday to me <laughs> didn't realize that anyways <laughs> short interlude about my personal life um yeah i can't believe it's come around so quickly and the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix now there's always a lot of controversy around this like people are just saying should it be the last race of the season is it a boring race can we just go somewhere else and I get it like it is quite a boring race um there's never usually anything apart from 2021 it was possibly the most exciting race of the season it just it just doesn't give the way you think it's gonna it's a gorgeous looking track i think it looks so stunning it's so tidy it's so neat it's just the colors of it and everything and you've got like the harbor by it and stuff like that stunning but it just doesn't give the way you want it to every year it gets in talk it's like should it still be on the calendar and it always will be as long as the people of that country are paying for it to be on the calendar then i think it'll always be there to be honest unfortunately i don't know what they need to do because they got rid of a turn last year and that seemed to spice it up a little bit but i don't know it seems i don't know it's good i mean it's the one that i've been to i thoroughly enjoyed myself it was nice and warm constantly maybe a bit too warm but it was really good really warm um the only problem i find with it is that for example silverstone you're very much you're close to the track you're able to go on the track afterwards and explore the area whereas at Abu Dhabi it's just sort of you get your ticket you get your seat and that's sort of where you are for the whole day there is a little bit you can wander around outside there's a few beanbags and a big screen if you want to go and watch it out there um and a few like cars dotted about and a bit of a well when I was there it was like could you be an F1 driver kind of performance test um but other than that like there wasn't a whole lot going on to see the F2 cars going around, that was so cool because I'd never seen or heard an F2 car before in person. I've never heard an F1 car before in person, but the F2 cars, they just rumble in your chest. It was ridiculous. So that was so cool. Um, I will see if you are planning on going to Abu Dhabi, don't wear shorts for a start because the plastic seats will make you sweat so much. It's ridiculous. Take sunglasses and take a hat because you are out in the sun for most of the day. I'd also recommend bracing yourself for some hefty prices on alcohol if you're going to be drinking it hefty prices in general actually so i don't know if you've been to a race before but if you have you will know you can buy the headsets um and you can listen into the commentary which is really informative really helpful um and i think you can get like the little earpiece ones and they're about like 15 20 quid i think which is reasonable however <laughs> at the yas marina all you could get were these literal headphones that work for that race and that race only and they were 70 pounds where are they plucking this money from like i get you've paid a lot of money to get there but maybe that's all you've got <laughs> you've saved up your entire holiday savings to go to that one race and now you've got to spend 70 pounds to get some commentary it just seemed a little bit out of the water for me and 10 pounds for a pint i can't even talk about that like that is absolutely insane um so yeah if you go in prepare yourself to be paying for more than you've ever expected to pay for a pint or some alcohol because obviously they don't drink over there so i think it is a way for you to be put off drinking um but yeah 
not ideal. On the other hand, if you are going, do very much enjoy it. Try. We, I don't know how we got there, but we ended up sitting on like a little golf cart and being taken around the marine. Marina? Marine? Marina. And just around to this other side and got a cocktail in this bar. And I could not tell you for the life of you whereabouts it is on the track. Or even if it was near the track, to be honest. Got to see some really nice cars though on the way. And I don't think we were actually meant to be in there, but somehow we just wangled our way in. I don't even know how we left there, but we somehow ended up around there. And there was all like the Monster Energy drink stands and there was the Monster Girls and everything. It was really cool to see. Felt like I was in like a private bit and I shouldn't have been there, but... I actually cannot believe we're at the last race of the season. Obviously, there's nothing... There's no championship to talk about. Max has won it. Checo second. Red Bull are first. I guess it's the lower down teams. I am not that great at maths to work out who needs to be doing what and where and how many points and then they'll win. I'm not great with that. I am not a numbers person whatsoever. I don't know if you guessed that by numerous podcasts where I've gone, oh yeah, they came sixth and they didn't. They came like 10th and I was like, oh, well, that makes me look an idiot. What a season it's been. I'm going to do like a big season wind up, I guess. Um, And also I'm going to be launching in a few days. I'll put out some, What? how do I put this? There's going to be some nice end of season things coming along. Um, Not necessarily physical, but just some things that you can look back on the season and be like, oh, that was really nice. Oh my God, I can't believe that happened. Or, oh my God, I can't believe I did this for this amount of time. If you know, you know. But all I'm saying is Spotify Wrapped is out soon. So maybe just think along those lines. I don't know, we're getting creative. <laughs> but yeah, season's coming to an end. I'm going to do a season finale sort of roundup episode of all the things that have happened this year. And then the Christmas special will be coming along, which is really exciting for this this um, this year. I've got some, something planned with somebody who's been on before um, and we're going to be in person. It's going to be exciting. We're going to be focusing on one brand in particular. They're not in Formula One, however, it was talked about them being in Formula One um, and they have a big presence in the motorsport world, so I'm really excited to get down and talk about that for a good hour or so. So, Look out for those things coming up. I've also got something brewing in the pipelines for next year. Something that you guys can buy. Don't get excited, it's not merch just yet. I'm so sorry for anybody who got really excited by the teaser of the tote bag the other week for the giveaway. Oh my God. <laughs> they were like, oh my God, I want it, I need it. I was like, I'm sorry, I've only got one. Um, but yeah, if you haven't entered that already, the end, the closing date for that, well, the winner's gonna be announced on Saturday. Um, seven o'clock at night so make sure you enter that you can win the tote bag that i've produced myself which is really cute a b oh in fact i'll show you so you can win this gorgeous little tote bag which is so cute i actually want to make one for myself and then you get this gorgeous little beanie from fifth gear garms oh that's not actually part of it which is actually so cute i got mine with a little ferrari on it obviously um, but you'll be able to choose which team you like and also a voucher to get literally whatever you want on the Fifth Gear Garments website which will have their Black Friday sale on by then so you'll be able to get yourself a good good amount of things and also I can smell them through the box and it smells gorgeous boys the Formula One collection from Coco Mel Company and yeah it just I've got their advent calendar so 
there's things like Bottas is in there is like coffee kind of scented um so yeah it makes sense you you know what i mean like it's a wax melt basically and you put like a candle underneath it and as it men- melts there's a scent that comes off it and it smells gorgeous so really excited to announce the winner for that and also when the advent calendar starts i'll be sharing with you guys like what i get in each day which will be really fun i love doing that kind of thing so yeah that's enough rambling for the end of this episode i'll be back after the last race of the season what are we gonna do with ourselves guys i actually don't know what i'm gonna do with myself but anyways keep an eye on socials for any exciting announcements and see you after abu dhabi bye bye Thank you.